What's going on, Brovine? I hope you're having a thrilling Thursday. That's what it is over here at General Fitness Company. This is episode number 212 of the TR Expert Talks. And today I kind of went off a little bit. I decided that I wanted to kind of get my thoughts out there and I went into a uh, deep thought session uh, for this thoughtful Thursday, if you will. Yeah, normally it's a throwback, but today I got a little thoughtful. I was running and I went for a longer run today. And I was really pushing myself, and I really was feeling the pain. <laughs> I was feeling it a lot. And, uh, you know, it really started opening up my mind to a lot of things. It's, it's interesting how pain can really make you tap into certain things that you don't really tap into on a consistent basis. You know, you get more oxygen into your lungs when you're going for a hard run, and you almost feel more clear. And it's interesting how, like, <laughs> a near-death experience, quote-unquote, you know, like, you know, I guess dabbling in pain, uh, you know, purposeful pain. Obviously, you don't want to uh, cut yourself or anything like that. You know, you know, that's a different. That's that's a completely different thing. We're talking about healthy challenges to your psyche. So, you know, when you do those things, you really get a chance to uh, really feel what it's like to be somebody different. You almost get. You almost start dissociating yourself from your thoughts. You almost start to dissociate yourself from your actions. It's almost like your thoughts. And your actions. So it was kind of an interesting experience because I feel like I hadn't really pushed myself like that in quite some time. And it really made me think about pain, suffering, love, and liking something. So I was thinking about these things and these different, these four different uh, elements of life, and it really made me think about. Uh, something that I had seen about the National Association of, of Obesity. So it was an interesting kind of round of uh, round of thoughts. Uh, I went off on a little rant, and my mind was going in a lot of places because there's a lot of things on my mind at the same time, and a lot of questions were I wanted to have, I wanted to try to think about and answer, and. I think I think you'll enjoy this one because it's definitely in a, a definitely a thought piece, and if you are into uh, thinking about things that are a, a little bit outside of the box, if you're into thinking about things in a, a way that's maybe a little bit more esoteric, well then this episode is for you. This is not like uh, my fulfillment Friday episodes, but it's definitely a very thoughtful one into how uh, we relate to our emotions and how we relate to. Well, how we relate to being in general. So, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting uh, piece. I hope you enjoy it. And if you do enjoy it, you know, I would love for you to write it up on the interwebs. You can, if you're on iTunes right now, you can scroll down to the very bottom. You can put five stars. You can click five stars on this episode right now if you're really feeling it. Or well, if you're not feeling it and you're like, ah, I don't know about what you're talking about, Jerry. You can put one star. That's cool, too. All feedback is good feedback. It helps me improve the podcast. It helps me get a feel for what you like about the podcast. And, of course, it helps increase their, our numbers. It helps show that there's participation in this podcast. So that means more people will listen and I'll have more input. And, you know, I get to refine the craft and then make it even better for you. So by you speaking up, you get something better. That's how life works. 
That's how this podcast works. Anyways, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 212 of the General Fitness Company Cast, a.k.a. TR Expert Talks. Fit or fat? What is true happiness? Lego! All right, so I was thinking about this. Uh, I actually was watching a random video uh, that had came up on my feed. It was about the National Association for Obesity. And I thought it kind of interesting because I never knew there was an actual, like, support group or whatnot for this. But apparently there's some people out there that actually believe that being obese is healthy or something like that. I think they – I don't know what – I don't know what they really believe, but some of them were saying that, like, it was a whole, you know, coalition, and there's a whole, they had a, uh, what do you call it, they had one of those, um, those groups, you know, those, like, kind of parades or gatherings, whatever you want to call it, they, they were getting together, and they had a little function where they were outdoors doing little exercises and stuff, and showing that they're, they're active, even though they're obese. Now, the thing, I'm sorry. The thing is, I shouldn't laugh because this is is real stuff. But the thing is that, like you know, it didn't. It wasn't a ton of movement, and you could tell that this is not something that these people do on a consistent basis. So, uh, my issue with this whole thing is that, like, well, look, there's one part where you say you shouldn't judge other people's lives, right? Let people live their lives. That's important, right? You want to consider is. Even though it's not directly affecting me or you or whoever sees this person that is, that is obese, it does indirectly affect you. Now, the problem with this is, though, is that somebody that is obese may be dealing with something that is very similar to somebody that has, like, black lungs because they won't stop smoking, right? But the thing is that you can't see somebody with black lungs because, oh wait, we can see somebody. We can't see somebody's lungs because they're on the inside. So essentially, people deal with all kinds of things in their lives and everybody's got all sorts of afflictions in their life, right? I mean, whether it be, uh, I actually, when I was watching this program, uh, a lot of the people were pointing to this one, pointing to one specific thing, you know, like there's uh, people on the other side that, you know, were heckling them and, you know, that's not right, obviously, people are trying to like be proud of themselves and I understand that, but the pro- the issue with a lot of people when they're, you know, responding to the hecklers, a lot of them were saying that it's not that they're inactive and, you know, that's debatable. But the thing is that what they were talking about is that they were emotional eaters. Almost everybody said the same thing is that I don't I feel like I can't control when I eat. And I understand that. Like I said, the same same thing, even if, if you're over, if you're obese or if you're anorexic or bulimic, like. All these are afflictions. You know, they all, all deal with food, but they're all afflictions. They're everything. Everybody has stuff that they deal with. And people deal with these things in sometimes unhealthy ways. And unfortunately, sometimes those unhealthy ways can show up on your body. Like if you eat too much, if you're an emotional eater, you'll 
get you'll be obese if you do too much crystal meth you lose your teeth you know if you do too much heroin you end up uh, you know stealing from your friends and then you know becoming homeless so there's consequences for every kind of uh unhealthy way to deal with stressors or afflictions in life right but the reason why i'm bringing this up is because well my main point was that there's a reason why people are fat now that's a general overall statement there's a reason why people overeat and essentially there's a reason why they tell us don't eat too much and this is and it's kind of goes with that saying don't bite off more than you can chew it boils down to you having control over your life now obviously these people may have dealt with certain things uh, uh, you know maybe they had some people there's some certain uh, psychological trauma maybe their parents were control freaks or not control freaks but maybe their parents were overbearing maybe their they're made fun of because of something, maybe because of their cultural background or because of, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people might have some things that uh, they link to, or they can link to as an, an emotional trauma from their past. But the reason why I say, like, don't bite off more than you can chew is because a lot of people, they, they consume themselves in trying to feel good to mask the inevitable uh, the un- inevitable difficulties of life you're going to experience difficulties in life but you don't want to bite off more than you can chew meaning that you don't want to take too much pleasure so that you don't even experience the pain that is a natural part of life <laughs> thinking this out a little bit o- over the air today so living in that perfect life because it's hard to living like love is good right i mean obviously we want to have love in our hearts and it's good to live that have that love and it's good to feel like you know you can obviously oscillate to like a lot and maybe you might go up to love every once in a while or something that's somewhere in between like and love and then you have that infatuation love and you can keep that up maybe for a little bit but you can't keep that up for an extreme amount of time for uh, overall in your life, right? I mean, you can love something or someone, but you, it's, um, it's very difficult to love someone and all the time. We've, those of you that have children know that even though they're, most, they're, most, they're the most precious things in the world, there are times when you, you know, you're like, yeah, <laughs> right? There's times where you just feel like you don't really love your kid. So whatever it is, you got to think about you can't do because we're human we can't do that that often and on the same note uh, and if you uh, if you don't you know move towards like which you know it's kind of hard to do that you know everybody likes something every once in a while but if you don't move towards like well then that love maybe goes further and further away from the starting point it's harder and harder to get to that that level of love right but the opposite is, applies for pain and suffering. See, the thing is with pain, you have to go through pain. Because if you don't go through pain, well, then the problem is that the suffering, it gets closer and closer to your, 
your your homeostasis or your 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 wherever you are point. So, if you think about it this way, is that you you although we have the tendency to always to to like a lot, and it, and it becomes harder and harder to 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 love if you don't like. It becomes easier and easier to experience suffering if you don't experience pain. So it's almost like an inverse correlation. It's just like the more you do, the more you like, the harder it is to experience true love because it's almost like everything is like the same. Whereas if the more, whereas the, the, the more that you experience pain, the harder it is to experience suffering because of the fact that you become stronger through that pain. Now, obviously, there's certain points to both of those where it becomes like almost a a, psycho, a, a psychotic kind of thing, or it becomes a psychotic issue. Like you don't want to be loving everything, or you don't want to like or love everything, and you don't want to experience suffering and everything, uh, and you don't want to be chasing pain for everything. You don't want to be chasing. You don't want to be lusting after everything so i think that's the extremes of those is that if you're constantly going to the well and only going to that that one standard deviation it really changes and i think it almost develop you almost develop a sort of psychopathy with uh the way suffering and the way that love is expressed in your life or is understood from your perspective or maybe even attained uh but I think, uh, but I think it's more important for us. I, I kind of got off topic. I feel like here, but I think what why the reason why I'm talking about all this is because pain is important. To it is important part of life, just as pain is a part of pain is a part of life, just as much as liking someone or just as much as love is a part of life and just as much as suffering is a part of life. We can learn from it all. If you avoid suffering, if you avoid pain, well, then you don't learn. If you avoid uh, suffering is an indicator that something is not correct in your life. And because we're human, it is inevitable that we're going to make mistakes and we are going to experience some sort of suffering. But if you live a life where you're not doing anything and you don't really ever experience any pain or any suffering and nothing is like a challenge for you, well, then you won't really have anything that you're going to be living for. You won't have any meaning and suffering ends up being your everyday existence. But the problem is that you, because you haven't really experienced anything, you won't even realize that you're suffering. You know, So that's what I want you to consider today is that it's important to not only love and spread love and spread like, you know, and, and do these things outside of yourself and obviously love yourself and like like who you are but you should also make sure that you challenge yourself give yourself a little bit of uh, you know tough love so to speak understand that sometimes you sometimes it may be your fault it may be not your fault you know but sometimes you're going to experience some pain and you can't run from that pain and on top of that if you are running from that pain well then you're going to inevitably inevitably experience suffering because your pain tolerance goes down and suffering just gets closer and closer to your homeostasis so you want to make sure that you have a good pain tolerance i'm not saying that you should go out there every day and run your head through walls and i'm not saying that you should go out there and try to make yourself throw up in your workouts but if you are put yourself through some discomfort every once in a while 
you know, if you do maybe even more than every once in a while, then you be, you, then you'll develop a stronger character. You develop yourself as a stronger human being. You develop yourself as a stronger uh, citizen. You develop yourself as, as someone that people will respect. Maybe not everybody, but some people. And the reason why people will, will respect you is because physically, even though... Even though you may not see a smoker's black lungs or you may not see a uh, sex addict's you know, behaviors outside of you know, the workplace or outside of their own, you know, where you may encounter them, eating is a clear example or a clear indicator to all of us about the weakness of someone's character. Now, you can say what you want about other people. Like I said, you, you can't, we can't see a sex addict's acts outside of our encounters with them. Uh, you can't see someone that's a smoker's uh, you know, lungs. You can't see, I mean, I guess alcoholics, you can kind of see that after a while they have some physical symptoms. But there are a lot of, uh, you know, obviously, I don't have the time to go over every single, every single symptom that people experience from not living their true, living uh, up to their true potential. But I think you get the idea of what I'm saying here is that no matter what, if it is obesity, that's an overarching theme. It's just I'm saying, using that as an example, I'm not picking on um, obese people, so to speak. But if you have something that is afflicting you and you choose not to confront it, eventually it's going to come closer and closer to your homeostasis and eventually it will become your life and that will be a life of suffering. And the worst part about that life of suffering, the point that I'm trying to make here is, the worst part about that life of suffering is that you won't even realize that you're living a life of suffering. All right, well, I kind of went on a little longer than I wanted to today, uh, but it was just something that I was thinking about. I was actually thinking about this uh, as I said, I watched that program, and then I went to go work out, and I kind of, while I was working out, I actually was working that problem out in my mind, trying to figure out, like, why people can be overweight and still be delusional and think that they are healthy, because there's, you know, study upon study, you know, and they had me believing, to be honest with you, <laughs> they had me believing, to be honest with you, that they were, they, they were healthy, and I had to look it up, as like, can obese people be healthy, you know, like, they had me believing that, and, you know, maybe there are some exceptions, well, I don't know if there's any exceptions, to be honest with you, I didn't see anything that looked like, that, that was an indicator of any exceptions, but, uh, there could be out there that we don't know of. And obviously, obviously we do know that our, there are people that have health issues uh, that can cause their obesity, you know, whether it be like an a issue with their pituitary gland or, you know, there's obviously, I was talking about exemptions to every rule, right? Every, obviously, there's outliers for every single situation. There are people that are obese they're probably very rare, but there's probably people that are obese that can do nothing about it. They probably eat one piece of lettuce a day, and they still gain weight. I don't know how that's possible, but I'm pretty sure because there's so many different genes and the universe is so diverse that there's probably somebody out there right now that may or may not be listening to this and saying, Jerry, I eat a piece of lettuce every day. And I've been eating it for the past 30 years every day, and I still weigh 543 pounds. I don't know if it's probable, but it most certainly is possible. Uh, we've all seen it, our, our fair share of interesting things in this world, and 
maybe that would be one of them that we haven't we have yet to uh well i at least i haven't seen it but if you've if you've heard of it feel free to let me know but i haven't heard of anybody that's uh 543 pounds and only eats eats a piece of lettuce every day so anyways uh that's what i got for you today is a little bit longer than i normally would chat but that was something i really needed to hash out and i think i kind of got it hashed out over the airwaves today sometimes i have it all hashed out beforehand sometimes i just want to sit down and hash it out while talking to you man you know maybe you can kind of see how my brain works and uh maybe you can go and uh figure out some things on your own because i think it's important to think and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the final thought Oh wow. Okay, well, here we are in the final thought here. So I wanted to think about I wanted us to think about why, you know, we think and all these things that can cause us to maybe act the way we do and that can lead us to overeating or lead us to these different habits. And I really don't have an answer for you to on, on that one. I'm not a psychologist by any means. I'm not even a, you know, well, I was a a school counselor, but I'm definitely not like a full-fledged, you know, psychotherapist. Though so I'm sure that there's, in, you know, even even being, even as such, I don't think I would try to guess like why we, how we think. I think that's beyond my pay grade, and I think it's beyond by, uh, beyond a lot of people's pay grades. But I can tell you this: there's a lot of things that in our minds uh, they bring up certain feelings in our in in, in uh, from maybe prior experiences or they give us certain uh, emotions that we might be addicted to. So I believe that in any given moment we can change who we are simply because we are more or less meat suits addicted to a certain set of hormones that cause a certain set of reactions. Now I think it's extremely difficult, don't get me wrong, I think it's extremely difficult to change, but I think it's possible to change. Now obviously there's certain things that just you probably can't change at all, like obviously we know you can't change like your skin color, you can't really change like your eye color, things like that, you know, there's certain things you really can't change. But there's just so many things that you can change, and I was thinking about thinking because you know, uh, I had one. I had a fitness professional that I really respect come by here today, and she was talking about my foot seems to have developed a little bit differently uh, to accommodate for my difference in gait since I broke my foot about ten, or since I broke my heel about ten years ago. And I found that kind of interesting because, you know, obviously, if we didn't change or we didn't have the ability to change. Or we didn't have the ability to think, whether it be consciously or unconsciously. I know, I know that could be another podcast in itself. Like, what is it to think? Is is consciousness thinking? Is unconsciousness thinking? That if it's unconscious and it leads to uh, an activity or behavior or an emotion, is it still thinking? Or is it, you know... Anyways, that, <laughs> that could be for another other day. But the way I see it is that if we have the ability to physically change uh, based on the way our environment, the uh, way we interact with our environment, well then we have, a change, we have an opportunity to make a change in our lives based on our internal and emotional environment. 
So if you really want to experience something, all you have to do is just really think about, consciously think about what you can do to change the, your current uh, perspective or what you can do to change how you're viewing the world right now. So if uh, every time you think of some past trauma, your perspective uh, feels you know, you get this sad emotion and then that sad emotion leads you to want to eat something. Or if you uh, think about a past trauma and you get a, get a, a maybe a lonely emotion or you feel, have a feeling of a loneliness and then uh, you want to maybe seek, seek comfort from a stranger or something like that. Or, you know, may, there's a lot of things that you, can, that you can link up to, a lot of behaviors that you can link up to uh, our conscious and unconscious thoughts. But as I said, and I had that, you know, I had this fitness professional come by and talk about like, I, I mean, I didn't consciously make my foot change, but because my foot was adapting to the environment that I was exposing it to, I was, you know, my foot had to, you know, move differently because it didn't have the same mobility. I really feel that that can also translate to our internal environment as well. And I really feel like that it could be something that would be possible to change. But I think it's important that we all just realize that we can all change what's going on in, environment, in our environment. We can all change what's going on internally simply by not responding automatically to what is going on within ourselves. So if you consciously or if you unconsciously react a certain way to a certain stimuli, you know, there's certain things obviously you can't change. Like, you know, you put your hand on a stove. I don't think it's very possible for you to just leave it there without you burning up. Um, although there has been, I have done an episode about the, that guy, Wim Hof, who has taught people to be able to climb Mount Kilimanjaro with only a, a pair of gloves and boots. And has also taught people to lay in the snow and literally melt snow with their body, uh, body heat. So, I mean, as I said before, anything is possible, but for the most part, because of that, we have the ability to adapt, because that's what we are as human beings, adapt to our environment, whether it be internal or external, and it's just a matter of how much you practice adapting to the environment. So, that's what I got for you today. It was a very thoughtful one today. We had a thoughtful Thursday. I think that was a really good one that we can talk about for quite some time. But anyways, uh, if you uh, like this episode, feel free to subscribe to this podcast. I'd really appreciate you subscribing. And obviously, uh, that would help out the numbers. And that would... I guess that we can call it a day. Whenever you're listening to this, I really do hope you're having a good one. I really appreciate you listening. And as always... Keep good company.